2016 has been a very, very interesting year for interest rates. But what we saw was basically something that we hadn't seen for a very long time. And in some countries, we're in uncharted waters because interest rates fell to levels that we'd never experienced. And what I want to do in giving you our outlook for 2017 is build a little bit of a picture as to where we are in 2016. And it's very important to know where we are and then assess where we could likely go. And so 2016 was a year where rates in the United States fell to their lowest level ever. And I'm talking about rates that we hadn't seen since the Second World War. The US 10-year bond yield, which is basically a measure for, for US rates and rates all around the world, look at that figure, hit about 1.35%. And it's bounced since then, but at that 1.35%, it was extremely, extremely low. And what happened in Europe is rates went negative, and in Japan, rates also went negative. And for those of you that don't know what's happening in Japan and in Europe, let me give you an example. If you go out and you put a million dollars in the bank, you will pay 25 grand a year in penalty interest. So not only are you not receiving anything back, but you're actually paying to have your money stored in a bank. And this is unprecedented stuff. You probably haven't heard about anything like this because it hasn't occurred for a very, very long period of time. And that's what 2016 was. 2016 was a year where interest rates bottomed. They hit ridiculous levels. And in Australia, we saw rates being cut to their lowest level ever. We'd never had rates at this level. But what's happened over the past couple of months and what we think will happen into the start of 2017 is a bit of a normalization period. Is a period where we think rates will start to bounce from ridiculously low levels. From levels that we haven't seen for a very long period of time. What's causing that? Firstly, rates are very, very low and they can't continue to fall to zero because what happens is prices of assets around the world start to go up. Real estate prices start to become unsustainable. Uh, the purchasing power of people starts to diminish and so governments and central banks need to start readjusting rates and that's what's happening in the United States. And commodity prices in Australia uh, have started to go up. We are a country that exports a lot of commodities, a lot of our wealth comes from the export of commodities. And commodity prices have started to go up. And that means that the pressure on the Reserve Bank in Australia has somewhat been diminished. Not completely, but it's becoming less and less. And so there's a bit of a normalization period happening in the United States, potentially in Europe next and then Japan in the middle of 2017. We've already seen the Reserve Bank in Australia sounding less of a panic, sounding less desperation. And we think that's a trend that's likely to emerge. We think over the next few months and going into 2017, you'll start to see less panic, less stress about the global economy, the jobs market, seems to be doing okay and the need and the urgency to cut rates as they were cut in 2016 will start to remove will start to be phased out 
Now, the second point I want to make is that we don't expect a V-shape type of move. So we don't expect rates to go like this and then bounce back up. We're not talking about interest rates spiraling up. We're talking about the next six months will be a period of a change in the atmosphere. A period of readjustment. That's what we foresee. And then towards the end of 2017, the market will start to move. And so it's very important to understand that we're here and now we're starting to look at rising again, gradually. No real panic, but the case for going further low has been removed and the argument for going up is starting to emerge. And as an investor, that's very important because there are certain assets, there are certain markets that do well when interest rates fall, but they don't do well when interest rates rise. And there are certain markets that are punished when interest rates fall, but they do better when interest rates rise. And when it comes to real estate investing and property investing, it is the assets that are the highest quality that do well when interest rates rise. And those that have had a free kick, a free ride, those that have been targeted by investors because they've just been looking at buying something for the sake of buying something, they are the most vulnerable. And so it's very important to chase quality. Now, at EPG, we have a whole process and we have a whole system for measuring quality. And we've been very selective in 2016 in picking quality because there were a lot of choices on the market, but we ignored a lot of that. We were looking out to 2017, 2018, 2019 and thinking, what are the assets that will do well now while rates are low? but do potentially even better when rates rise, when jobs are increasing, when economies are growing stronger, when things are going well and rates are rising, what are the assets that you can buy that have the ability to raise rents, to bring more in because there's more demand for them? So that's what we mean by quality. And I think if there's a lesson that we wanna pass on to you today, it's that 2016 has been a free ride for a lot of investors, 2017 will be the start of a different picture and 2018 and 2019 will be a completely different ball game. So quality is key and you want to be in assets that have the ability to benefit when these rates start to rise. They aren't rising yet, but that doesn't mean they won't rise. And the case around those rates is very important to look forward to and to pick out. So hopefully that's provided you with a little bit of an understanding as to how we see the outlook. We think rates have bottomed in Australia. We think rates will start to rise in the United States. We think Europe will come next. We think Japan will come last because their economy is in a completely different situation and has been over the past 30 years. But Australia will very much be driven by what happens in the United States and what happens in commodity prices commodity prices are starting to rise they were absolutely annihilated and parts of western australia and queensland that have performed very very well were shot to pieces and it got to a point that many producers stopped mining they couldn't make money because commodity prices were so low them exiting the market limited supply there was less supply in the market and so prices have reacted and the mining industry is coming back is it back to its glory days? No, 
does it mean you should look at mining towns and these regional areas absolutely not if anything we learnt lessons from 2012 to 2016 of how vulnerable these areas are but commodity prices are important for where interest rates go for everybody else that's our outlook remember to continue to jump onto the epg site where you'll have a running commentary of what's happening throughout the year subscribe to our youtube channel so you can get automatic updates when we publish videos like this find us on social media particularly on facebook like the site it's epg property and we hope this has been of value to you good luck